Howdy, y'all. Welcome, y'all, to MacArthur Park, which is melting in the dark as always. Super melting because it's hot as fuck. Harmontown is once again in session. Let's bring out the game master, Spencer Crittenden. I'm going to call a comptroller audible and bring out Brandon Johnson. Brandon to the stage. Oh, shit. Just had to stop by. Had to stop by. What's up with these shoes, these shiny brown? What do you got? Brogues? What are these? Walking that basket weave for y'all. You got the cap toe basket weave. So hot in the summertime, my feet need to breathe. <laughs> Let's bring out the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. Yeah. Hip, hip, hip to the hop, yo. Oh, hip to the hop. Got a big bunion on my sock. Got a, oh, got a hat on my cot. I rented a cot for my hat and a mop. Took the mop and I put it in a bucket. Saw your mama last night. I said, fuck it. <sighs> All right, boring. Let's, uh, thank you. <laughs> Have you given up on freestyle, Dan, or have you just lost your? I just, you know, uh, just happy. I, I, I think a lot to... of uh, rapping has to do with, uh, you know, you've got something you need to say. I, I thought you you were getting to a pretty good zone there. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I mean, you could hear the reaction; they were overwhelmed. Um, in general, it's a great it's a great podcast. There's a lot of there's a lot left to say. Um, <laughs> I uh, I could launch now into one of many segments that would be totally relatable to the people uh, that people are just waiting to gobble up. I'm having some. Uh, I just saw some uh, some of the decorators' proposals, and uh, you know, I was a little disappointed to learn that they were photos of just concepts and not my actual house. Um, you know, stuff like that, stuff that you guys want to hear because it's uh, 2019. Because right now you have a 17 bedroom uh, like uh, yeah. Marques uh, like like mansion going on and and. You have a one air mattress and there's no chairs. I'm truly the voice of the next generation from, <laughs> from my blanche whiteness to my six figure a, a, a week income uh, to he my- He makes $700,000 a week just for doing nothing. A, to my complaints about my numerous I made, I, gardeners, I to uh, my two houses, to my, uh, my Eight years in podcasting. I mean, I just, the I, list goes I, on I and found on. it a little bit excessive that you have 17 Lipizzaner horses in your house now. <laughs> Look, I, you get into a zone where you're like, you, you're trying to chase that, that happy rabbit and, and you can't catch it anymore. Right. You know? Lipizzaners are very, you know, cost prohibitive. Is it, is it at all possible that anyone else here has something to uh, uh, complain about that... <laughs> Who here in the crowd thinks they have the most like righteous like I mean like righteous indignation complaint right now like, like something oh, there's a hand went up over here in the corner what was that the sun oh oh are you oh are you albino by any chance yeah okay <laughs> would you like to come up or sure. okay come on up let's bring that albino up wait I haven't plugged in play some albino music this is a guy with a resonant beef. I, I also hate the sign. You're a friend yeah. of the podcast, aren't you? Yes. Everybody. What was your name again? Wait, don't tell me. Jax. 
That Turbo. Was, that would have been amazing. Turbo. Scorpion. Caitlin. Caitlin. Caitlin, yeah. I knew it was cool. Thank you. Uh, how have you been? Not too bad. Uh, this heat wave, huh? Well, it's, it's, when you were talking about beef, I just we're living in a world where people complain about a lot of things, and I get that, and everybody should have the right, but every day I wake up, and the center of our solar system is actively trying to murder me. <laughs> so so, so what, what is your physical interaction uh, with alb alb albinism? How do you say it? Uh, so I'm albinistic. So albinos have the pink eyes. This is going to be kind of, you know, clip Triggering. Note. Yeah, it's going to piss some people off. It's the albinos have the clip note. Yeah, they have the pink eyes, and right. uh, they can see well. But they look like pedophiles, and they're the ones who are freaks. I come on under now. the radar. No, I'm, it, look at the, the all the movies when the pink eye ones. Okay. So then I have the color in front of my eyes, right. but I have vision problems. I'm legally blind, and the same amount of uh, sunburning happens. So you're saying like, more human being like blue eyes? No, not that pink eyes aren't human being, but like I was saying, like more. <laughs> This you albino is racist. <laughs> you, you're, you're saying that ha having a, a, a more common color eye is you, you still have worse vision than than a pink-eyed so, albino. Uh, uh, albinos, the albinos have 20/20 vision generally. They don't wow. have any problems. They have just have pink eyes. Albinistic people have vision problems and they don't have the pink eyes. So they're two different things. But I, when everybody's like, "Hey, you albino," I'm like, "Yep." Yeah, because just I don't to want to like the... deal with the, uh, you know, the explanation. Now, is, is, is your tongue abnormally red by uh, albinistic things? Nope, or, or I just had a, a red vine. You had a lot. Okay, there you are. Yeah, <laughs> because you have a very shockingly red yeah, tongue. Yeah, so right I'm now, glad right? it's filming because I just had a red vine. I was like, I'm not going to go up. I'm in the corner. Well, that tracks with because <laughs> we have we have a, we, our friend Victor Varnado has been our friend for yeah. for ages. Like it, it occurs to me now that you're talking about this that he he has. Uh, God, the language is a fucking minefield because I want to say regular uh, eyes, but um, yeah, non-pink eyes. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever actually talked to a a, a person with uh, with the pink eyes, but uh, uh, it's interesting. So that's so weird to learn that they, they they're the they have twenty twenty vision. And yeah, you, they can drive. So are you legally blind or legally blind? Yeah, uh, and you're wearing contacts or can't because I have astigmatism, so my eyes do this. Uh, so, so no, what, no, it was what a is your, What is your field of vision right now? Like, 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 a, a, do you have a blurry like kind of field of vision? Or? So what happens for me is like, uh, like Brandon and I know each other, and so like Whoa. he wears great suits. Whoa. So he's come to a couple of shows, and as long as I know what color his suit is, it's great. Otherwise, I'll walk by him and he'll think I'm racist. Right. But it's just I don't recognize him. Like, like I. It's I don't that speak. you walk by and you go, "Get out of my way, nigger." <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just doing a character at my show. No. Uh, out, out of my way, brown eyes. Right. Um, wait, wait, so what, do you, what do you mean? If you have, to, you, you have to know in advance what color suit he's wearing? So for me, like, to, to, to kind of deal with the world, when you see the sign that says, like, Ash Avenue, you got your A, you got your S and H. What I see is... I can spell. I see a green... Thank you. I see a green triangle... And like two little like green squares, like I make the shapes out before I see them. Okay. Because I can see color differentiation really differentiation really well, but not, right. Not anything else. So you're so. not allowed to have a driver's license. Oh no. I, <laughs> so what is? I don't know how how deep you've dug into the science of it, but the interesting thing to me is that we're talking about pigmentation here, and so isn't it that the uh, the albino folk, um, the reason their eyes are pink, I assume, has something to do with a with an extension of this whole problem, which is like uh, pigmentation. Pigmentation. So yeah. if your eyes are pigmented, quote unquote, 
adequately. Yeah. Um, uh, Why is it that the eyes are less functional? So my brother and sister are both freakishly also albinistic, which is pretty much impossible. And uh, they would know better than me because they studied it. So but, that, that's not a recessive or dominant trait in it's parents? Reci- no, it is. But the fact that it happened to all three of us is a ah. uh, uh, freak of nature. According medical, to Gregor yeah. Mendel, the it should be happening like, to like one of you Yeah. if you have four kids. Like yeah. he learned that it, with the peas. It should have happened once and not again. My mom and dad have a recessive gene. My dad is Italian. My mom is Irish. She's redhead. My dad's a swarthy Italian. This is not supposed to happen. My brother's <laughs> older. It happened three times. But they know a lot about the eye The milkman is albino. <laughs> I'm sure this joke gets told every fucking family reunion. And I'm sorry. But. You know what? That's weird. My family has no sense of humor, I guess. Because I, I thought they did, but that makes more sense. That one albino was just banging my mom three times. But a, a lot of... To, to, to cut you off, uh, you have your, your hair is fantastic. Like, you, you have, like, a, what a lot of people would pay a lot of money for is just... This like beautiful like silvery. I cut, well, I cut sixteen right inches off last time I was here. Sixteen inches. Yep. Yep. When Did we you donate it to like charity? Or Absolutely something? not. I was so poor. I had to sell it to the movies. Shit. To the movies. I, I had to. Yeah. Like, I mean, like like to a, like. I would like to think, and I can't prove it, that the uh, Targaryen chick is wearing my hair. Oh damn. damn! Let's just plant that seed. You think Daenerys was is wearing your hair? I hope so. Do you? Have I'm any pretty idea? sure that it went to Hulk Hogan. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you have any idea or, or about any of the eagles? Why it is mythically the because I, I, I when I see an albinistic person with, with albinistic features, I can't I can't avoid thinking about the word angel, which I'm sure is like problematic to the albinistic community. Our friend Victor's been cast as an angel many times. Um, uh, it's what is it? What, what do you have any idea about that? Like the 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 origin of like why we portray angels as like white haired and well in the Bible, like like in Revelation, when Jesus comes back the first time in the very beginning, he talks about his hair like dressed in white, his feet like burnished bronze, his whole like you know, clothed in white, 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 white thing. So I guess when albinos were born, that's why, you know, like it's they're also getting cannibalized in Africa because they think they're magic as well. So because mm. there's well, that's no way to treat magic. I know. <laughs> well, no, no. If you eat if you eat an albino thigh bone, you can raise the dead. It's oh. what they're thinking there. So I mean, well, that is true. <laughs> yeah, but I I mean, is there a part of it the is, old... right? Like, right. It's absolutely true. Oh yeah. Just, wait, just the thigh bone, or the, no, no, you... no, just that's it. It's yeah, an example. Okay. They like they take right. trophies from albino because there's actually more albinism in in African genes than in white. You genes. mean they're after more... they die of natural causes? No. Nope. Okay. Because I would eat the part of the albino that allow that, that magically created more albinos. If I die, I'm going to do an organ donor thing that says you can have whatever you want <laughs> for you. I appreciate your work. So, <laughs> Uh, are, are there are there parts? I'm sorry, this is morbid, but are there are there are there other like j- is it just raising the dead? Are there any other like? I, I there's all sorts of things. These people are 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 doing like cocaine and weird African like gunpowder drugs and and making children soldiers. I'm not sure what they're they're doing there all around, but like they think that they get power from eating albinos. Like, all right. If you're listening in Africa, we're I mean, sorry. I, I think I'm gonna I, help one day. I I, I don't want to over step my comptroller powers, but I think there's only one way to prove this theory. <laughs> you want the pinky? No, no. <laughs> I want that thigh bone. Oh, son of a bitch. 
Why did, does this man insult me? <laughs> did, did you happen to hear the episode recently where we had a kind of a, a, a shockingly uh, adept, uh, self-effacingly uh, neophyte dermatological scientist up here? He no. Was, uh, and he, he counseled me on my Polish skin tags uh, that are out of control and I got to go get them like removed and stuff. But um uh, I don't know. I was curious about that. Like, it, 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 do albinistic folk? Um, I make them sound like Irish fairies. <laughs> you just say albino for quickness. I'm trying to be PC, and I'm just don't making everyone it. sound like a fairy. No, this do is a safe, this is a safe folk, space. Um, do they do? do what's the uh, relationship between? Like, do you, you, you seem pretty young, so you probably wouldn't know. But like, like, for, for, like, do you do you get fucking shit growing off you like I do? I have little uh, sunspots and stuff like that from, and I don't go in the sun very often. But yeah, yeah, you, it, yeah, you were saying that the reason that you have a right to complain is that you have a, a a hate relationship with the sun. If there's a crack in the window, I wake up every day and go fuck. Like there's be, no, be, be, there's be, a line of sunburn on my face. Oh, so, so you just burn even. Yeah, I can burn about twenty minutes. Really? And 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 it's yeah. incredibly dangerous, right? Because I mean, it's, it's like a good. cancer ray. It's like it's like like yeah. if it's if it's. Uh, I mean, do you know numbers on that? Like like you hear horror stories of like if I spend an hour and a half in the sun with nothing on, like I I could it would be lethal. Or? I'm so good at avoiding it. I'm lucky enough to have a career where I can kind of make my own hours, and I know enough about you know North Hollywood and Hollywood shade to run into the right corners. Um, I don't. And also, I'm hoping that if every, you know, it's a Highlander thing. Like, every albino or albinistic person that dies, I get stronger. Oh, okay. So, I don't want to educate anyone on this. I don't. Because, because each of them is a pocket of darkness, <laughs> shadow power. Yeah. So, when they, they crack open and there's this dark get, energy yeah. goes into you. Yes. And it, it counteracts the sun. Yeah. Does that split between all the albino people or do you just get all of the death's worth of value? I'm thinking that my... Because of my lack of, because I have a pretty strong vehicle, I could probably help. And since uh -huh. I'm not, I'm thinking that negative energy is pulling a little more my way. All right, you've got a stronger gravity. That, yeah. When, 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 when you run into, Kaylin, when you, when you run into like a full-on, there's a delineation between al albino and albinistic. When you, when you meet somebody, I, I imagine you have, uh, that's like with the, with the pink eye thing and you meet them, is there any kind of... Like tension between that, like a, is there like, <laughs> <laughs> like have you seen the like movie a, Warriors? Like a rival gang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I'm so I'm so rent with. You're uh, never alone. <laughs> You're never disconnected. Uh, it's a West Side Story kind of thing. I'm right? so bound up with like social anxiety. Anyway, I've done a couple photo shoots for like uh, like awareness and things like that. And then so we had every all kinds of of different pigmentless people. And um, I, I met them and everything was fine. But at the same time, I'm just nervous around anybody. Right. So, um, but in the back of my mind, I was like, you know, you can drive. So fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've got privilege. I mean, yeah. they probably, who I, knows, who I knows like how cars. many albinist, or albino people you've met who have uh, passed for albinistic and taken advantage of like, They could put contacts in those assholes. Oh my God. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So They're they like, can drive a car. They look Scandinavian. <laughs> I'm Italian. And everyone's like, are you Scandinavian? No. I'm just sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm getting fired up. Well, uh, well, as always, we uh, we appreciate you being vulnerable with us. I, I wish I could believe me. The sun is my enemy too, but boy, the enemy of my enemy. I mean, I I, I wish there was something we could do. You <laughs> I know, I call the sun orange Hitler. <laughs> and from this day forward, that makes it better. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, I hate it. I want to put a hat over my pool. You could put an umbrella that goes out. Yeah. That's kind of like I'm a I'm thinking hat. about it, and then I feel like people make fun and go, no, 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 why no, do you want those, a pool? Those sexy, like, you know, like in the cabanas, like those like, yeah. curvy, they go out like that, so you have a shady spot always, and you swim there. Like, no, I'm being active. Yeah. I just happen to be swimming actively in the shade. You're not. You're just hanging out and hiding. I might build a <laughs> wall around it and then put a ceiling on the walls and then an air conditioner. So it'd just be an indoor pool? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, that's called a house. You worked hard enough. You deserve it. Yeah, you, you do it. Yeah, or 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 you should half have an indoor pool. I guess. So if you, you ever been to the Hearst Mansion, it's like he's got like pools. Or like they start outside and then they go inside, but only if you're in the pool. Like if you're a burglar, you could try to rob the house by, but you'd have to go in the pool. And then there's like pools that have hallways, like pool hallways. <laughs> That's so badass. I mean, like, 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 if you're you have an indoor pool and people are swimming and they're and it's like, can you imagine? It's like, it's like, hey, come, come over here. And people are like going down the pool hallway to do pool coke. Wait, why is there a pool hallway? Is there a pool bathroom? That's what I want to know. If you yeah, go yeah. around the corners, is there like, there like oh. urinals? That you, you can you can hang up your yeah, you can hang up your pool. towel underwater over there. He's got pool rooms, so you have a pool right here, and then you swim down a canal, and there's another pool over here, and he's got like three pools in one big pool house, and it's the dopest shit. Right. That's what I. That's there should the only be a time pool I got hall. excited about his dumbass underwater pool. The pool thing. Yeah. The pool urinals are cool, but the pool sit-down toilets are kind of like a work in progress. It's putting too much power in the hands of the consumer, in my I mean, opinion. Usually it works, but then if you have diarrhea, it's if, just still if you, if, they're if working each, that out. If every single one of your guests is 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 not totally trustworthy, like and <laughs> and and capable, it's a it's a disaster. You need a pool guard who watches what the people eat before they go in the pool. Yeah. Oh. Shrimp ceviche. If you have two plates of that. You should not be in the pool. The pool dietitian. Yeah, like somebody who's just there ready. Yeah. It's like vacuum. It's not going to work. How amazing would it be if you were <laughs> so rich and technology was so uh, accurate or whatever you call it that people could come over to your house and just like hang out in your pool. Your whole house just had a pool everywhere. Like every room had a little pool part of it so that technically you could just swim to any room. <laughs> And just be like a, a different class of citizen. Like I'm one of the Aqua people. Here I am in the charades game. Bye. And, but at any point in that in that water, you could shit or piss or puke or drop fucking anything, and it would all just go and just like float away to the nearest filter. Like you just crystallized my dream. Yeah. Like Whoa. you could just float that's, around like a little a baby and like pee and poo poo. <laughs> You can just be in the water. You, you can go do inside for the winter. Like you start yeah. to see the seasons change, the leaves fall, and you go out. You go in, and then you you kind of so hibernate you, you, and you, shit everywhere. You're saying that you just want to live in a very efficient toilet. <laughs> yeah, the biggest toilet. No toilet yeah. paper to worry about. Don't right. have to get the bear anymore. Right. No, no. It's it's brilliant. It's kind of what the internet is, right? It's everybody. It's every human expressing how they'd like life to be. Like, oh, I'd like to be in contact with every human being, and I'd like to emit whatever I want, but I don't want to ever touch anything that comes out of me or out of anyone else. The problem is the filter on the internet's bad and we're all backed up so now we're all like knee deep in shit. No, yeah. sorry, the problem is we need shit. a pool dietitian for the internet. Yeah. Thank you. You get it. Because they just shit. Yeah. <laughs> How would we elect this pool attition? I'll do it. pool attition. I second. I don't really like, I don't think people should, friends should discuss religion or politics. Steve, can you bring the, the ice bucket? 
You just came up with like a 1980s. Uh, he said it first. Pulitzer. No, he said politician. I, 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 oh, I, I just stole. Oh. I just appropriated Brandon's joke. Well, when I heard politician, I thought you misheard pool dietitian. Yeah, I thought it was pool dietitian. But like, pool politician's pool, way better. He said pool nutrition. Right. He said pool dietitian. He said pool and nutrition. I say, <laughs> quit pooling around and vote for me. <laughs> It's like, and I, that's how it happened. I just got yes. every dad's well, vote in the joke <laughs> coalition. <laughs> welcome, welcome to my political arty. <laughs> Notice there's no P in it. Oh, uh, let's keep it that way. What is going on with the conspicuous timing of the? When did we? I think what? Steve Levy likes to bring it out in dramatic fashion in the middle of the show to make like a like a. We should like get a him a cape. <laughs> I think he's like the phantom of our opera, and he likes to. We should get him a half the, mask. He likes to bring out the vodka. Where is he trying to tempt me into health? Like, let's see how long. It can... <laughs> don't do it. Like, yeah, I don't want to enable him, so I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm leaving it out, like, like, like I'm, until he really asks for it, and then I, I just look. I'm here to help, but. <laughs> Levy, you should just scream it like from the rooftops that you want it. I hear him coming. Here he oh, here he comes. Yeah, yes! Levy with the vodka, dramatic fashion. All right, Levy, sit. Please sit down. Sit, Thank you. Sit. You can't just tell a human being to sit like a. Hello. Thanks for like, coming like a terrier. here. <laughs> Explain yourself. Half of it is forgetting, and half of it is um, strategy. I think. Well, forgetting must be nice. Unfortunately, my vodka's never out here. Strategy for what? what, what what's the uh, what's the str- uh, strategic ploy here? You know, it's we, we, we keep it on on the rails a little bit in the beginning. Oh, oh <laughs> shit! Yeah. Right. All right, say, to time okay. out Dan's blackout. I, I forget which one it was, but you were like, you know, I think I may have just too much in the beginning, and I was like, well, you know, if I don't if to give it fifteen minutes, I like, give you your <laughs> twenty. Well, I think the danger is more like it's it's about before the show. If I pregame before the show, we're just fucked, you know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> like the Yardley Smith episode, I just I got. Yeah, I, was, I think I was, that might have been the one where you were like, you know. I was nervous. It's ironic because I get nervous about certain people, and then I'm like, I want to do a good job, but then I'm like, well, that's not how you're going to do a good job. You fucked up with Norman Lear. And then I'm like, so then I'm like, oh, little Dutch courage. You didn't fuck up. That, that, that episode is classic. It was classic. Schraub was there. I was, pretty af- amazing. I was afraid of Norman Lear. And because he was facing you, anytime I jumped in and said something and he couldn't quite hear it, I think he thought I was attacking him. Yeah. Well, you probably were. Never. I would never attack Norman Lear. He told us that great story. Uh, I forget which famous actor, but it was like the, the, the dick in the hotel room. Did he tell us that? <laughs> yeah, something about a dick in a hotel room. You know who I speaking of Norman Lear because you know who was in the green room and I guess he was like he couldn't wait to come out tell Norman Lear and then he wasn't on the show. Demorge, I ran into Demorge on Hollywood Boulevard like I don't know, like two thirty in the morning or something. He was straight sober, like I was coming off of a w- adventure and. Uh, <laughs> Just trying to because you play Spider Man until about midnight, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I just ran into him in the, like the corner, like like real close to where Cinespace used to be, like Holly, yeah. You know, and, and it was like, holy shit, it's Demorge, and we talked for like it felt like an hour, but uh, and then it was just like 
it was like like deserted Hollywood Boulevard, and then I went on my way. It's nice to see him. What, what was the origin of your adventure? What did, what did you just come off of? I met with Joel McHale and Chris McKenna, and that's already a lot of mix to like, you know, just right. throw a, at an evening. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> by the by the time we finished dinner, uh, McKenna and I were like. Really, we, we, I, the, Aaron, the girl I was dating, not Aaron McGathy, but Aaron, who I was dating when I was actively working at my hardest on community, she observed, she's like, you and McKenna bring out the best and worst in each other. And like, like McKenna and I were like, we were like yelling at Mikhail, like, 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 why do you love your family more than drinking? Come out with us. Like, like just, we were just... 17 years old, we were just actively trying to get a man to break up with his family because we wanted to go to the frolic room. And, uh, and then we didn't go to the frolic room. We, went, we, we, we stumbled into this other place that came before it, this, this dark bar that only had one other guy in it. And, uh, and I, I, I will say, to this guy's credit, he did the one thing that usually, like, I've never, I don't think I've ever heard from the obnoxious, drunk third guy at the bar which is he just blatantly said after listening to us for 20 minutes, he's like, you know what? I can't hear you that good, and I'm fascinated by what you're saying, so I'm going to move one down so I can eavesdrop. That's quite a compliment. And I was like, all right, well, can't fault that. Uh, We're in a public place. If we wanted privacy, we'd leave. And it was like, well, what do you do? I'm a data scientist. Oh. Yeah, I'm a flavor chef. Like it's 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 rare when the your job Flavor title belies the fakeness of it. <laughs> I'm a I'm a water surfer. Okay. Oh, one of those. You, know, you wanted to make it sound a little more realistic, but you blew it. <laughs> Data scientist. I asked him five questions. I, he's like, "Why is that so funny?" I'm like, "Because literally all science is data science. All right. of it." Does that mean that means he, he's one of those people that like like just just data input like he like he takes he ain't analog- shit he's drunk <laughs> he's trying to live a secret life of Walter Mitty like, like it's like he just wanted to make up a job the 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 answer was whatever it was I don't know like I don't know he he did something that had to do with like uh, uh, it was like data it was data but it wasn't science he goes and tries different flavors of Kellogg's cornflakes and sees that they're good. That's data science. It actually had to do with like, it was basically like, it was almost like data anti-science, if you want to know the truth, because it it, it had to do with like stuff about housing loans. Like banks hire him to to make numbers fucking dance in favor of the status quo. Like, 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 spin, what'd you say? He's like a book cooker. It, 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 well, it's more like, it's kind of like, you ever, you know, like you watch the documentaries about like the guys that were behind climate change denial or like, or like tobacco, like, you know, it's it, like, right. like when, when politics meets science. He's when, like a think tanker. Yeah. Like he was, he's kind of a guy that you call, <laughs> like he's a, he's a data spinner. Right. Ain't no science about it. It's very much not science. What he does. He's a cherry picker. And he actually was getting drunk. I truly, to his credit, I think he was getting drunk because he's ashamed of it. When he actually <laughs> got to the bottom of it and, and was explaining what he did. Not like a, you that was trying to talk out. Uh, I'm t- getting drunk because I love having a family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I get drunk because I love myself. I'm like, yay! <laughs> Who wants to overhear me? 
<laughs> and then you just meet people who are like, I'd like to bite my own wrists open. That's why I'm drinking. I'm like, all right, tell me about yourself. I won't remember. <laughs> but the bartender was also very interesting. 12 years sober. And uh, sometimes you run into a bartender who's like like very rock solid sober. It, it takes you back a little, but they there is a certain there's a Venn diagram of people between sober people and bartenders. It's like I'm in my sweet spot. This is where I could. This is how I stay sober. If nothing, <laughs> kind of like like they're great bartenders because they were alcoholics once, and they're never going to be again. Yeah. And they they have empathy for people that are there for the right or wrong reasons they 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 have a sharp instinct for when to cut off when to overpour when to 86 when to call a cab and this guy was talking about like how it was the uh it was 12 years ago when he saw the episode of cheers in in reruns where uh the, the, there's a specific episode of cheers that I remembered as he described it, I was like, oh, yeah, that episode for sure. And the lights go out and Sam's alone in the bar and then he pours one and then he slides it down the bar. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that one, that one. And I was like, you know, that got me going about Cheers and how Cheers is the greatest show. And everybody in my generation will tell you like and, and stuff. And he's like, and he said something like he's like, yeah, and I, I, yeah, uh, uh, I think it was like uh, that was before Norm died. And I was like, Norm died. How many episodes of Cheers have you seen? He's like, I don't know, uh, one or two. What? It's like, wait, Cheers changed your life and you never watched another episode? How do you know the third episode you watch of Cheers wouldn't wouldn't make you a millionaire? Like, like, like you, all, you, you watch one episode and it magically transforms your fucking life and you just, you're just like, ah, fuck it, I'll watch Farscape now. Did Norm die? Norm didn't no, die. No, he never died. And anyone that ever cared, I mean, it was he like, meant it was coach. Just, he meant coach. No, no, he did. Well, okay, if he did mean that, then he's still, it's just funny. He wasn't a Cheers fan. He just right. saw that episode and it changed his life. That's what's mm -hmm. funny. He didn't then watch 200 episodes of Cheers. He just was like, what a fun episode or whatever the fuck that was. We just got militant <laughs> about Cheers for a second about coach. <laughs> I've told the story before on the show about being at a bar with, uh, with uh, George Wendt, right? Uh, probably, like... Uh, yeah, well, I, I, long story short, uh, he, Sudeikis is his nephew, uh, George Wendt's nephew. We went out to... Which is why, like, Nicolas Cage, he changed his name. He didn't want that Wendt uh, status. <laughs> going on? Yeah, uh, no, we, we, went, we went to see a band at the Troubadour, which is a square, or rectangular-shaped bar. George Wendt was high, because he and Jason Sudeikis liked to smoke a little weed. And Norm sat at the exact spot where Norm would sit at Cheers on the corner of the left side of the bar. And people were losing their fucking minds because everybody else is high too. And like, <laughs> like, I just moved here from Cincinnati and fucking Norm is right there having a beer and the same stool that he would occupy. And he was like signing, signing people's tits. It was awesome. <laughs> I was like, I said, did, you, did you sit on this chair on, on purpose? And did that person ask for their tits to be signed? <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> it was a simpler it's a time. Different time. They wanted an autograph. They didn't have a napkin. <laughs> Cut or, to a weepy Ratzenberger over in the corner. <laughs> weepy Ratzenberger. Levy, how's your relationship going? It's going well. Oh, you got you got a new squeeze? Yeah. 
I got a new squeeze. All right. I, yeah. Congratulations. So here's Thank something you. that concerns me. <laughs> I know where this is going. Cody asked to see a photo of her, and you said you didn't have one. What? We hadn't taken pictures of each other. Also, she's not like a fan of being photographed. Well, that's... that's, that's... Does she live uh, by Niagara Falls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We want we want to respect her, obviously. Yeah. But we also want to question her existence. How do we do this? How do we walk this tightrope? How do we authenticate the fact that you actually have a well, girlfriend? Well, since that conversation, I actually took a photo of took her. A, she begrudgingly. Cody watched this. <laughs> You're yelling at her. Sit up straight. <laughs> My boss's fiance wants to know you exist. Yeah. Yeah. I, she was not thrilled to be taking the pictures, but yeah, I took I took a couple of pictures. All right. Well, well she, that's she, does she live in town? Is, is she local? Yeah, she's local. Oh yeah. And yeah. how long has this been going on? Four months. Are you are you, are you happy? You feeling good? Yeah. She wasn't at Comic Con, was she? No, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was with you every step of the way through. I Comic-Con. know because you were making out with that one girl, and I was <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Shirley. <laughs> Let's right. call her we Shirley. Won't, won't, Let's call know. her Shirley. Shirley? Yeah, she could have like a code name, I guess. Shirley. She could have been at Comic-Con and you wouldn't have known because she'd be dressed up in some sort of... Harmon fan. Like, yeah, she could have been like a Mr. Meeseeks. She could have been a Rick or She could have been a Meeseeks. Yeah. 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 She could have looked like anything. Dan wouldn't recognize it. <laughs> he doesn't know what she looks like. Yeah. That's <laughs> You might have seen my uh, girlfriend at uh, Comic-Con. She was dressed like Harley Quinn. Shit. Less Harley Quinns this year. (laughs) Are you celebrating or demanding? Just just trying to offer up a subject. (laughs) Did you see the Harley Quinn trailer? No. The Harley Quinn show. There's a Harley Quinn animated show, and she's like, shit, fuck that, Batman. Shit. Oh, shit. Fuck. What the fuck's going on? Shit. That's Very not edgy. your mom's Harley Quinn. It's weird because it looks like all the other DC animated shows, but it's just like this. The, the, here's what makes this one different. She's just like, what the shit? What the fuck? And the Joker's like, wow, 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 wow. Joke me this. And she's like, fuck, fuck. There's something to be said for your mom's Harley Quinn, you know? I, I, I mean, I like the idea. It's, what's also kind of funny about it, though, is I have a sneaking suspicion because I watched the trailer only once, but I, I'm like, Batman's not joining in on this game like so i imagine that they're like look harley quinn's kind of like deadpool or whatever you can like go crazy with her and like but she's surrounded by all these icons of the dc universe drawn in that same style but she's the only one so one of them's just like oh fiddlesticks and she's like fucking ain't right about that shit shit on a dick and pussy we got a joker let's fucking kill batman nah, no sweat my pet <laughs> She sounds like Hardly Quinn. Yeah. yeah. Hardly Harlequin. Yeah. Hardly, Hardly Harlequin. Commit Hardly. To, I'm com- having a stroke and nobody's helping. <laughs> Nobody is helping. Uh, Hardly, Hardly uh, Quinn. Rest in, rest in peace, Brandon Johnson. He died as he lived. Hit him in the solar plexus. C- committing to poor, <laughs> poorly fleshed out bits. He's <laughs> like sidearms to Sleep. 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 
Go gentle into ah. that good night. Oh, ah. shit. He was the only guy I knew up here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spencer, have you ever cosplayed? Have you ever gone out into the cosplay universe? No, I got, I got, this is like not, this is not a cool belief these days because you're supposed to uh, be, I don't know. I don't even want to label it. But I think that cosplays look really good when you look something like the character. Obviously, anyone can be any character all the time. But like, I've always wanted to like, you know, find someone I look like. And I don't look like very much of anything. Who would you go if you had to like get... get <laughs> Styled as a cosplay character, you could, you know, whatever you wanted, look exactly like that person. Who would it be? There's this guy's husband in an anime that I look kind of like. <laughs> he's like just this big fat guy. He's like, he's like but giant. You're not, you're not fat. You're skinny. Now. But he's just like a big giant guy. Okay. And, and if like Spencer's anime haircut. fat. Let's... Yeah. Oh, I'm anime guy, uh, woman's husband fat for sure. What's the name of this character? I can't remember his name. He's generally called husband. Uh, the oh. the woman's called teacher. And how, how much? He's her husband. How much uh, recognition do you think that would get on the Comic Con floor? Would people like, would be like? I not. I, but it's very generic the costume. So like, I don't think. I think they just think I was a big fat guy. Right. But if if they like, it's a it's a if it's a nailed, prevalent if, if, anime. If, if you nailed it. To perfection do you think someone go oh fuck you're the husband from the thing i hope so yeah right. I, I would like to see you uh, gain, gain a little of your oh. weight back shave your beard cut your hair and be the plump guy from the original lion voltron and right. uh and Levy I could see can that. be like the kid that like uh, the glasses one or whatever yeah the green one with the glasses yeah. i like that you know it, these days you could go as fat thor it's great. Not you, like me. It's like right anyone on. can be Fat Thor now. It's a great cosplay for people who want to look like their their characters. You're Thor. Yeah. I can barely yeah. fit down. <laughs> My favorite jokes. Uh, oh, okay. I got it. Oh I got there. Okay. Hardly Quinn. Hardly Quinn. <laughs> He's back. Oh, Grandpa. Oh, Grandpa. He just, when he, just die. I put sugar, sugar in my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make Hardly Quinn work. <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> Dan, uh, cosplay uh, cosplay goal? Like really knock it out of the park. You could walk down the, the, the main drag of the Comic-Con and people would freak the fuck out and take photos with you. Or you could just be like a real deep track that only right. a couple people like were hip to. Well, I can't go with Zizek. But uh, like the the what's his name? Don't the, know what the, that is. Yeah, he's he's just, a philosopher guy. He's just a guy that looks so much like me that people would just they wouldn't even they'd be like, "What? You wear a white t shirt and it's got a stain on it, and okay. like it's the stains on a different spot." <laughs> you Google yeah. him. You told a great story that the night we were walking from the boat back to the hotel. You're telling Adam. You reminded Adam Devine. How you first met them? Oh yeah, I've told that story oh. out here at least twice. Yeah, how the uh, the workaholics guys got, got yeah. like got not really me, but another guy. Yeah, the, 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 the fast forward version is there was a guy that was at this at this party and he kept asking me questions about New Zealand, and uh, I was like, I've I kept going like, no, I don't, I, I'm not sure, and it, was like, and it culminated me going, I've never been to New Zealand, so I don't know. He's like, okay, real funny, you've been to New Zealand, and I'm like. Oh, I haven't. And he got he got this look on his face that just melted into humiliation and rage and like all kinds of things. And then he pointed and thrust his finger over to where the workaholics guys were all standing and giggling and said, "Those guys told me you were Peter Jackson." 
But we, I, I kind of got two thirds of the workaholics back this Comic Con on accident because Justin and I somehow led everybody over to the Hilton under the auspices of like, hey, everyone's going to the Hilton. Now that we got to the Hilton and it was like, everyone with a room here because we're going to bed. <laughs> I didn't mean to get him back, and it certainly wasn't as artful. Did you get as on a, another boat with the uh, Game of Thrones people? Like, <laughs> no Game of Thrones it? people this year. Farscape, yeah. right? Was yeah. it Farscape? Yeah, we talked about this last week, I believe. I was, I was yeah. too busy. Let's being do it a, again. I was being a water jug and not being on stage last week. That yeah. was fun. You remember when you put the hat on it? Oh yeah, that. God damn, Jeff. <laughs> grow what? up. What? I just. I'm, 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 a, I'm a delicate artist. And, uh, I think that episode that people that don't subscribe to, it'll be lost to time. But if you, if you saw what I did with just found objects. Uh, Brandon, uh, how's it going in the Rick and Morty Raiders room, in your opinion? Every Jeff's day coming to kill is... Dan. <laughs> oh. Wait, come on. <laughs> That is hilarious. Jeff's holding a thing Dan. is so I'm sad for you. It is hilarious. <sighs> how, is, how is Rick and Morty? Sorry. Every day is amazing. Every day <laughs> is amazing. It's a great group. I'm it proud is, of that group. It doesn't demoralize anybody that I'm like, uh, I'm like the... Uh, I'm like Beetle Bailey on my own army. I'm like, <laughs> I come in and go... Uh, do we really have to stop talking about <laughs> goofy shit and work now? I mean, I don't think <laughs> you're never going to meet Mr. A&W. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that motherfucker does not. Oh, now he's <laughs> drinking out of the bottle. <laughs> oh, God. I, we have to have an intervention for Jeff. He's a, he's a focus addict. He can't get enough focus i think these are high concept bits he's he's gonna he's gonna die of focus inhalation every plant gotta get water <laughs> his species of plant is only uh, viable upstage yeah where everyone has to turn their head and go all right what why is the audience reacting differently i was literally uh, moving great. a centimeter a second to try to steal some and then the whole plan it took me like 20 minutes and then it was gone is there any correlation between albinism <laughs> albinisticness uh, and alcohol uh, tolerance well i don't know I, all i know is that uh, some people say they're functioning alcoholics i'd like to say that i'm a thriving alcoholic is that a goddamn bottle of water? It, but, uh, it's a bottle of club That's soda. high concept shit. <laughs> I agree. And who knows what'll be the next uh, escalation. If God wanted me to drink water, he wouldn't have made my body 80% of it. You see, you're this your own is what you're talking you're like about. You're your own shaker. All you have to do is do a couple butterflies and you're mixing your Dan, own beverage. Dan put the, or Jeff put the drink on a How did you provoke him, Dan? You provoked him. What do you call this instrument? He put it on the shiffer robe. A shiffer robe. Yes. <laughs> a Davenport. It's a yes. Let's stop. Let's stop doing the podcast. No. <laughs> no. Come on, Hardly no. Quinn. Come on. <laughs> Politician was amazing. So amazing that it didn't even. It was like hit the high water mark. Yeah, I made it from. I was like, oh, poor Brandon. The sound system was like reverbing. He, th he someone said pool dietitian, and he's repeat repeating it wrong. And you're like, you're bringing us up to a new level. Poolitician. It was good. I mean, you know, corn and cheese are my specialty. 
It was no hardly Quinn. Well, don't. You're trying to sabotage him because you're jealous. Where's the... But wait, you did, you ended your bit. The but the, it's right behind you on the thing. Do you want me to get it? Easter? Oh, you got it. <laughs> I'd go, but I'd knock everything over. So... Where is that Easter? <laughs> Milwaukee. <laughs> That's when, you, when you're in a family unit where it's like, you know, the after school specials, they pour the bottles down the sink triumphantly. And sometimes it's a little more complicated than that. You go to the sink and you're like, well, God damn, we're not alcoholics. We should store this somewhere where we can have it. Just in case we change our mind. <laughs> yeah. He's the one with the problem. I'm putting right. this in the backseat of my car. You put a few mason jars. Mom's not going to do any cherry jelly this year. Just throw them in the back. <laughs> we're, a, we're a proud tribe, Milwaukeeans. You would like it there, I believe. I love the Midwest, especially in the winter. Yeah. Why? Because it's cold and dark. Oh, okay. I'm fine with both of those things. I didn't know it was dark. Oh, yeah. I was here. I was at the NPR. Uh, NPR uh, Radio Lab is uh, they're 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 doing this multi part series about the uh, history of people studying intelligence and the uh, all the problems it's caused throughout history and talk, talking about the eugenics craze that being very soft on eugenics. I feel I don't know if that Spencer was your was take tweeting away. about this recently. Yeah. It sounded really upsetting. They, soft on eugenics. Yeah, these past two episodes, they're all like, "There's this crazy guy talking about this cool new science." They call it eugenics. Are we talking about the same thing? Is yeah, yeah. The G series. Yeah, the last two episodes, they've brought up, they've been like really diving in death. Oh, this guy invented it. He's a Nazi. Like it, they're not talking about that. Like it's it's that the distinct links to Nazism. Like both of those episodes, like Jad was like. Uh, these are Nazis. Right. It's like an aside, but that's yeah. that's that's all the time they spent on it. It's like yeah. no, that's the whole. That all it is is these are Nazis. You say it, that once, it, it maybe I don't want to. I certainly don't want to be the devil's advocate in this conversation, but <laughs> yeah, but do I, it, do it, because it's literally the devil I'm advocating for. Sure, but but but, but I but it, I got the imp- I I, I it, have, have do it. I got the impression that they're tr- that they might have been. Tr- more being more cautious than they needed to be of Godwin's law kind of thing. Like where they're like, if we say Nazi Hitler uh, shit, every single time we evoke eugenics, like we're going to miss an opportunity to provoke thought about the root of this shit, but the root of it's Nazis. Well, the root, well, but, but the root, but the part of their point is that the root of it, isn't and I hate to put this fucking arrow in the worst people well, in the world's quiver, but eugenics was a craze in America, right? Like, 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 yeah, they swept through us, like, right around the, yeah, the, the and then the Nazis picked it up, and then the Holocaust happened. That, like, it, that's a very important dot to connect for America. Or is it? Or is it so hot button that that people stop listening and, and that, that might otherwise actually think about? Well, what All is those the problem Nazis with eugenics? Listen to Radio Lab. <laughs> No, I just I, I really made me uncomfortable because it's like you can you can have a bit more context, like very interesting stuff they're discussing. But like at the end of the recent one, they're like, you know, uh, some countries might say it's fine to do eugenic birthing standards. And if you don't like that, doesn't that make you the real racist? And then like he literally said that. <laughs> what? Whoa. OK, I didn't hear that one. He's like, I, you're I, imperialist I, racist in that context or something like that. Uh, Yeah, it's I really interesting stuff. Don't get me wrong. Well, yeah, I will. I will. I, I 
I, I'm, 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 I'd rather have my needle as sensitive as yours. I mean, I, I, I'm, af I'm afraid of mine getting number. I, I, I've achieved like a, a sort of fetish now for non-divisiveness, which is another way of saying, like I listen to these guys, the, the guys that host um, stuff they don't want you to know. And um, I particularly fetishize their crazy, like um, uh, uh, almost obsessive and highly skilled ability to go into areas that that traditionally are just like w if your decision is to be non-divisive, then you wouldn't bother to talk about any of this stuff in this area. But because they're a conspiracy theory kind of podcast, they constantly have to go into these areas. But they clearly like pride themselves and have said as much at a certain point after I noticed it. And then they said it at one point. I was like, oh, OK, so this is I wasn't hallucinating this. You guys are like. It, they, they, they look at, 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 at humanity's political frailties, good, bad, dark light as like a souffle that they're not going to collapse by stomping around it. And they kind of like they have a gift for uh, language that uh, uh, doesn't presuppose particularly anything as they explain things like MK Ultra and. And all this stuff that you'd think would be festooned with uh, laser lines and stuff. And I, I don't want to be that person, or rather, I could never be that person. So, like, I wouldn't, I don't think the good version of me makes that a goal. But I, at the same time, I listen to these guys on the way to work now, and they kind of, they kind of bring me this Taoistic peace because they're so smart and they're so interested in such fringe shit. And yet they clearly not because they're secretly on the side of the scum of the earth and don't want to lose those ratings, but because they have some academic belief that proper like exploration of stuff shouldn't necessarily ruffle anyone's feathers uh, and that they're just, they just want to state things in some weird Jedi way that like, D doesn't necessarily like 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 say Nixon was a bad person even like they 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 just kind of like it's 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 uh, that's my kick right now it's probably a dangerous kick I should be yeah I think kick. not wanting to offend people that are Nazis is part of like why we're in the problem we're having you for know sure, I don't yeah. think that's necessarily bad for conspiracy there, theorists but there is this part of it all though that you do get to take a break sure you know, you know. like you don't have to be engaging in this. Yeah, there are times I think where you can uh, objectively just watch something just to tune the fuck out for a second because it's been pretty. I think we all can agree that it's been like an onslaught for two years. So I think you more than two years, but like three. Yeah, <laughs> I said more, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. But, but I, I like but, I like so, the delivery and that shit. Someone went three. Yeah. <laughs> so I do think I do think you can watch something it be Nazi heavy and just be like, for a second, I kind of just want to watch this thing. You know, by contrast, our nation's president executing like the absolute like divisive fucking sword. Like it, I, the only thing that I'm taking in from the news and it should be noted that I'm trying to actively avoid news. So the shit that gets to me is fucking gravity fed uh, and it's coming through tons of gravel. And like 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 it's it's it seems uncanny to me that he is absolutely I I I agree with uh uh what's his fuck uh newt gingrich's observation that i read about i know you're bristling you agree with newt gingrich i agree with newt gingrich's observation that what trump is doing right now strategically is he's absolutely has to attempt to define everyone left of fascist as um anarchist as socialist he he's 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 
he's looking at the numbers and he's going like, I need to double down on all of the race talk and all of the immigration talk good for the base, but also what I need to generally do to, um, people out there who are dangerously trying to walk the tightrope. He's basically looking at them as people who are trying to win some kind of like balance game. Cause they're Zen and he's shouting in their ear, like, so you're socialist. So you're socialist. Like, and trying to remove from their heads, like he's trying to, he, he wants the next election to be about, oh boy, there's just really, boy, I would hate to have my home taken away by uh, people of color. So, uh, I mean, I'm not that democratic. Uh, and I, I, it, it, I, I thought about that with a reverse trajectory and I was thinking about, yeah, for a while there, wasn't there a little bit of a push to like wake people of color up to the fact that Democrats had never actually had their back. You know, that cynical kind of thing where, where there was like that push to go like, Hey, what, you know, look, these people have never taken care of you and all that stuff. And that feels like that has been jettisoned because the numbers just never turned around. So now he's like, he's condensing all of his strategy on this idea of like, he wants you to think that in the game of Coke versus Pepsi, that Pepsi definitively means um, uh, Alexandria Cortez gets all of your pants, like whether you want. It, it, he, he needs you to be thinking about that, like, like the same way that you pound home, like butter emails, you know, Benghazi and all that stuff. You just pound home. That stuff's not all for the hillbillies. That, that stuff is to try to like scramble the signal of people who might otherwise be tempted to eat a sandwich, take a breath and vote their conscience and to convince them that they're in a war. Uh, 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 between between like crazy and what I had yesterday. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I totally agree with Spencer and that that people should like be vigilant. But I also am getting to the point where I understand that people probably are suffering yeah. some fatigue. But that's why I mean that's why I I, I understand what you're saying is like not Thank the time you. to be like fetishizing centrism. Well, I just think it's like really important context in a world where there are white nationalists who are pointing to what they call science to justify uh, their race science, and it's like it's an impressive analog that that's what we did for Manifest Destiny. That's how we justified the westward expansion and the trail of tears that followed and then like that like nazis literally looked at that and they're like well we're more white than you so you must be onto something and like it is this very trackable thing that started in america it's back in america it arguably never left america and they're just leaving that out in in a perfect contents to bring that up because a big part of their unit is it is problematic what these what these IQ uh, generalities are doing, and they do a great job of expressing like the people, like for instance, the black people can't get their IQ tested in the public school system because of this court case, which is just this weird thing because the IQ test was used to put black people in um, special ed when they didn't deserve it, and like so they do a good job of talking about the bad elements, and even when they're talking about these last two episodes, they were. It's just like to me, it's like it seems doubly important to explain like the historical context of where this developed and they did that just a tiny tiny bit and i would just like to see you know yeah i, I, can, know. I could definitely understand i could picture them sitting in a room and right go, and exactly going, that's like, what pissed me do off we, do we connect this to today overtly or do we or do we put one spark plug next to another i, I don't know how spark plugs work uh <laughs> i don't think they're supposed to clearly <laughs> <laughs> 
they'd probably make it a wire if they wanted to connect them. Yeah. It looks cool. Um, do we put one diode next to another and like hope that and let the listener like form a, you know, it, it, it sure, is, I'm sure that's I, what I they're banking on as a, as an editor, as a storyteller, as a producer, I, I would make an argument. Yeah. I, 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 I it's like, it's like, Oh man, are we going to like, it, we, we have this weird self-shaming instinct if you're if you're at all left of anything um you 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 kind of tend to come equipped with this like self-policing and wholly right. exploitable thing where you're like oh was i getting too political oh did i accidentally like soapbox did i <laughs> like the other side exactly. doesn't have that self-policing instinct but they should continue to not have it I, that's what makes it the other side and we should continue to have it uh it it it, it i don't know man it's like you 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 research like the the back in my day when I was a kid and it was like when I wasn't participating in any of this shit, but there was this whole push of like the, they, 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 they used essentially the same trick on an atomic level, which was like accusing the left of controlling the media, accusing the media of having a liberal bias and people who go into journalism are number one, typically probably in their personal lives, probably big fans of freedom of speech, probably big fans of, 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 of approaching things practically, probably big fans of like, like society, but generally, you know, as much as they would deny it and not want it to be a thing, it's probably true that if you major in journalism in college, there's an increased chance of your personal politics being liberal. However, it, it like you, there's also an increased chance of you having a fucking huge power to like put that aside, probably too much so. And it was right. exploited throughout our history. The right has that strategy. They, they drill down on it. They know that they can accuse the left of being unfair and the left will hear the word unfair and just freeze like a rabbit. And then they'll just do whatever they want. Like while everyone's frozen. Cause it's like, you just call time out on the game of duck, duck, goose. And then you just say you're a goose. I don't know. That's not that. <laughs> All right. Politics corner's over, but, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, 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 uh don't know what to talk about. So next. I Levy, hear Levy, you got any anal warts? Doesn't Joel I McHale, don't have anal warts. Sorry, Spencer. What do you, what? Let's talk about anal warts. No, uh, no, no. no, doesn't Joel McHale own a steakhouse? I was going to ask that. When yeah, you were he talking does. To in downtown. With I think the, with the Russo brothers. With the Russo brothers, yeah. What's the deal with that? <laughs> you should eat at a steakhouse. Look, the Russo brothers are clearly sending me a message, message received. I'm sorry that I wasn't more respectful. I should have taken some so of your they notes te- in the NFA. They, 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 they tease the shit out of all those Comic-Con fans <laughs> with that, that Troy um, and Abed clip, huh? That really, when I saw that people were like community movie, and when I saw the actual clip, I was like, "That's not what that portends." You're just no, trying. Yeah, you're just believing what you want to be there. It was good um, clickbait, and then I was right. But I'm look always at right because I'm a genius, and no one can make me not smart. But I used to have to say it when it was like, "What about <laughs> the community movie?" Thank you for. Playing. I would be like, "Oh, Justin Lin will get the community movie made because he's got this huge deal, and he's like the fast, furious guy." I mean, now it's like, "Whoa, this, that's good." The, the Russo brothers being. Uh, Bored and successful is the greatest thing that can happen for what, a potential what is, community. Is, is there any theme to the? Is his name on it? Is it, is he like Mike Ditka in Chicago, or he has? Yeah, like, is, J- is, is, Joel McHale oh, Sweet Steak. No, it's I don't know. They have a they have a classy uh, name you, for you, that you, establishment. You, well, it's supposed to be very good. There is the soup. Uh, I am absolutely. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I am I am That's no foodie thinker. at all. But no, that uh, shit was dope. Uh, I did the Thank place you. that I ate at with uh, McKenna and McHale. Uh, 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 
the, I, it is, it, it, it was goddamn amazing. It's uh, Hollywood and Vine over there. A little hard to find in GPS. Uh, it, it's it, across the street from the Pantages. It's called APL. Is that? Or I is think it, that's right. Oh APL. yeah. What'd you get? Uh, thick cut bacon. Sorry, Rob Schraub. Um, like, but I mean, it's a steak place. Yeah. But it's like super. Like, if you want to uh, uh, judge she she foodie culture great place to walk into take a photo and like put on your blog and go look at this fucking shit um but if you want to have delicious food and or like 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 take a date and impress the hell out of them it is a fantastic uh place it's like so over the top like i uh the steak knives look like throwing knives they're made of one piece of metal yeah and i was like i thought i was just there an, an, an integral handle or a through tank I've been watching a lot of Forge of Fire. Fire. <laughs> yeah. This blade will kill. Will kill. I, I God, Doug Marcada, every time I see him go, it will kill. I giggle and I, I kind of pee my pants a tiny bit. And then if I'm going through an airport and you see Kiehl's, like the store, like it has lotions and whatnot, I have to take a picture of it and send it to people who go, this store will kill. So I, I was yes. taking a picture. If you haven't watched Fortune Fire, it's like Chopped, but Chopped took their name because if, if <laughs> Fortune Fire hadn't come after Chopped. There's a lot more chopping in Fortune Fire. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and the contestants are nicer and help each other. They do. And everyone likes each other. They all look after each other. It's sportsmanship. Fortune Fire is just the fucking greatest. And the they have best. to make a sword later on and it doesn't mean anything. It's great. <laughs> It doesn't. You talk about anything. checking out and not wanting to watch politics and not wanting to turn on the news. Yep. Just fortune fire. Just watching people just hammer metal and go. This is all I want. I have Asperger's. I want to make a sword. <laughs> and then to buffer that urge, I recommend thirty-five milligrams of hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> See, hoarders gives me anxiety because yeah. that's I, I, I man. Don't... Y'all better y'all better cry to Shark Tank like I do. <laughs> <laughs> shark Tank. I cry to Shark Tank. Wow. I am not going to lie because you bring your child on. People bring their whole families on the Shark Tank and be like, before I pitch you this thing that takes tops off of cans, <laughs> I have battled leg cancer for 14 months. Aww. And then fucking this was the invention that they came up with when they were in the hospital. And they just offering like they just asking for 20 grand. Pass. Oh. Pass. Ah! Ah! Pass. <laughs> I, but yeah, look, we could talk about reality TV for the rest of the night. I just got to tell you about these steak knives. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Believe me, all I want to know is more about these steak knives. And the last thing I want to do, I'm, gonna be I'm just telling you, I've never eaten in a restaurant where the steak knives, they're yeah. non-serrated, but so sharp that they're steak knives. And I like took a picture of them. Were they, it was, were they etched or the Damascus? Where did you got? <laughs> oh, definitely I don't not. know. I don't know. You have to go there, but there's nothing you can eat there. Huh? No, uh, I, I'm going to just look at the knives. Uh and they, I, and they then, have then, the then knives gonna, on display cut, there. I'm going to take a knife and bring my own uh, ballistics dummy in there and do a fucking bunch of kill tests. On <laughs> and because Mikhail knows the people there, like I was, I was like, these knives are amazing. And he's like, oh, ask the people about them, whatever. It's fucking giant bicep the size of a watermelon. Um, uh, uh, the, 10, the, 1051 steel. What do, what do you got? The uh, it's one sixty, but there, I I believe they said the steak knives cost six thousand dollars each to make. Yeah, they charge you if you take. Like, they call the police right. if you put one in your purse and leave. And yes, yeah. I'm implying that only women steal. <laughs> You're He's welcome. Because you know it. what, Dan, it's time to even those scales. Dan, 
that, that joke you just said uh, will kill your career. <laughs> <laughs> but but they yeah. So like if you, I mean, people are very tempted. I was tempted. I was like, I want these fucking knives. I was gonna. I wanted to ask them about it because I wanted to order them on Amazon or whatever. Foolish me. These fuckers are custom made by a dwarf in the volcanic planet of Hephaestia. Um, and uh, they're, I think they said they're six grand each, which makes sense because they were like, they're, they're like, so like, do you have problems with people? They, they're, I get the numbers mixed up because they might have also said uh, there's only 600 of them in existence. Yeah. Right. And, I, and that they're worth something else. But sometimes people steal them and they simply call the police and they get the knife back because it's grand larceny. <laughs> I wow. think they sell them. Like, if you really want them, I think they'll sell you. They'll sell them to you at like full price. And then they'll only have five hundred ninety nine of them. Well, yeah. Wait, would you, you're acting like you know what? That's what I read in like they, you oh. know, they they had like press and stuff. You and read that's what about I, the places I eat. I'm a big food lover guy. You are. Yeah. This guy started Good doing job. a food Instagram, and kind then of I thing. stopped because I got shame that I gained weight back. But <laughs> stop posting about I, it. I, I, once I get. Whoa, 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 once the, the the house is furnished and ready, like I I I, I, I want to start throwing knives. knives again. I'm gonna be a knife thrower again. Damn, I was I was big Dude, into wh- knife throwing. Why don't you? You got the money. You got the space for it for sure. Let's build a backyard forge and let's get on fucking forging and fire. You want to forge fire. weapons? Yes. <laughs> In the backyard? I watch Forge. I, I'm pretty sure if you give me a fucking coal forge, I'll fucking lay it down right now. I don't know, man. You got to keep that heat up, bud. You got to keep the heat right. You oh, got to keep course. it even. You got you to watch that quench because it'll warp on you. And it'll if you water quench, I'm going to throw you in there. Don't you ever water quench. Never water quench. Never. Oil. You got to put it in the oil. What about the... Burn tang? What is that? They they're oh, trying to burn never, it. it through the wood. That's never a do bad a burn, idea. Never, never do works. a burn through. I mean, you can do that if you got loads of time, but not in a two-hour round. It never works out because this round of forging is over. over. Thank you. God damn. And the guy's name is Will Willis, and I love him, and I want to fucking hug everybody on that show. Can I tell you about the episode of Hoarders we watched the other night on the recommendation of a of a hoarders addict who for ten seasons of like they they texted somebody and they gave us the top four Hulu recommendations. Like number one was like this. Um, so much poop and pee being no. stored. They, they store the poop and the pee? Yeah, and They're I didn't think, it. I was like, they said, do you have a problem with poop and pee? I was like, fuck no. I've seen a million hoarders where there's like, oh, there's poop on your well, sink. They store, Who cares? What, what sort of vessels do they store the uh, poop in? The so I bad. literally almost, it's like a gag. I was like gagging watching it because it's like full blown. But I just, I, it's like, like they the, hoard the, the poop? It was a it was a, it was a, it was a woman who had it's all, there's always it? a tragic story to it and it was, there was a woman who had lived with her mom her mom when she moved in with her her mom was a hoarder and her mom was kind of like it it whatever I'm not gonna she like, ran it, out of poop one there time was a, there was a <laughs> she never forgot it there's always there's always Scarter this crazy there's always this crazy make or break mom, moment in hoarders <laughs> where the person is uh, he has to like they have to like they it's make or break like they're either willing to like. They, they just they kind of like they'll come they'll come up with some thing and like this woman was like because they kept saying to her like you know you know there's poop and pee everywhere here and she's like yeah i know it's but it, and it's also it's like musty and they're like no musty is like a thing you say when there's not poop and pee everywhere but it still smells is there like I th- no. is, it, is it in mason jars or what's going it on it was like it was like these these ju- water jugs it was like it was like I guess just an yeah. even exchange of like you get water from Albertsons and you drink it and then you 
pee and poop and whatever's left. And it was just, it was, it was voluminous. It was crazy. It was just like piles of these individual canisters. Right. But the, the, they kept, they kept warning her. They're like, uh, like, like this is, this is septic conditions and you can't and all this stuff. And like, usually you expect the person to be in denial about the danger of the conditions. And she was in denial about that. And then they started the cleaning process. And, and then after, and then there was like the Chiron that said, Four, four days into the cleaning process, like whatever her name is, she has a meeting with the people in the backyard. And she goes like, look, guys, like all I'm telling you is I get it. You're cleaning out the whole house. Everything's going to go. And I'm just telling you, like you keep throwing away all this food that I have because you're telling me like it probably has poop in it. And I'm just telling you, I'm like, I need to, I need to eat something from that house. She eats the poop? And they were like saying to her, like, what are you saying that you're like a, a, a junkie and that you, you need one final blaze of glory before the intervention? Like you want to eat potentially contaminated. And she was just sort of like saying, yeah, that's, that's what it is. I want to eat food that might have shit in it. Like she was, it was almost heroic. Like that's not, that's not any hero I've ever worshiped. Well, it is when you get to the point where you're like, you're like clinging to anything that you're willing to fucking like. She just wanted a little nibble. I, I, find, I, I find hoarders fascinating because I, I'm, she, I'm, yeah, she, she poops in the food or the, or the food no, is No, she's just got shit everywhere. She's and then there's people like, you're like telling her. The, 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 it seems like the latter seasons of hoarders, what they've done now is they've, they, they didn't want to lose viewers who tune in for the bullying, which I don't like. I don't like watching people come into a hoarder's place and go like, holy shit. It's like, what the fuck job did you sign up for, you asshole? Like, I like that. I like the people that are like, clinically trained and like they come in the door they go okay all right so what's going on with the mouse skeletons you know like <laughs> valuable to you yeah yeah no i gotta keep those otherwise you never know like and, and it's like these people are obviously in need of help and if you want to help them i just i i kind of fetishize that like i i like to judge the judges i i i'm, I'm like and, but now what they've done in the latter seasons of hoarders now is they've broken it into this like ghost hunters kind of a story b story where like they'll have extreme cleaning experts spend the night in the house and so they do night vision like Blair Witch stuff like there's a turd next to me holy shit I've never cleaned anything this extreme this old lady's soul has been crushed uh, but but they're like cutting back and forth between that and the people that I like it's like I like I, 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 I'm inspired by the idea that you know like I have I have relations to that breed of dysfunction like I but for the grace of God you know have a place that you can see the floor in uh, and, and I've been in places where it's like it, it, I just I'm endlessly fascinated by the ways that you can be in pain and crazy and the different definitions between total compulsion that you can pull out of and how you pull those people out of it and stuff and I I like like and for me personally as a guy who was teased a lot for hygiene and stuff like that I I find it tremendously I go to that, I like going to that well, and I've really never met anybody that wanted to watch Hoarders as much as I do, so I just never get to see it that much. And I understand no one wanting to watch it, but I'm like, I love that. I love watching kind people who are like, have degrees in uh, the amount of pain you have to have in order to get this bad, and who 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 and watching them like, just just be chill about it and try to reach the person and then watching the person confront 
their wall like I've, I've I've watched a few and I I couldn't really like keep going because I think I saw a few where the person felt tortured by having the 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 the, the clutter removed and it was like it was hurtful for them because they're 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 losing yeah a stack of newspapers they're never going to look at covered in rat droppings but like the, the, l- losing that was like having something ripped out of them. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really. I mean, it's, you know, it's it, that's why it's riveting to me because the outcome isn't always the same. It's like it's it, it, it's sometimes it's like okay, we got to you you shit and peed in your house so much that it would cost more to clean it than to tear it down. Your worst nightmare has arrived. Like we don't even want to like sort through it. Goodbye. You're going. You're going to live with your aunt Stephanie now. I thought and- you were going to talk about poop mountain. <laughs> the the hoarders of you don't the poop mountain uh, that's that's why I started gagging that uh, that's probably the episode I'm talking about no well, there's there was a toilet that had poop uh, up to there they were storing it they decided to stop flushing it they uh, were they storing just, it they were sto- they just and I've that's what I don't watch the show because I have a gag reflex yeah and they were they they just, they just left the poop they, in the toilet and it just kept growing. And it and there's a picture online. Just look up hoarders poop. Mountain. I, no, that, no. Yeah, I'm not. That's ever, why. That's I'm why I was sad when he brought it up. That what literally is, is a horde of poop. There's a cousin yeah. of the show. There's an episode of Hoarders that I saw a long time ago where the person had like cats in the basement in cages, and um, and I was like, oh, the animal ones fuck me. I up. can't handle this. But apparently, there's a and I can't judge these people because what do I like? But like, apparently, there's a huge audience of people that are like more of the animals, and there's like a whole animal hoarders show where it's just like mainlining that drug. Like they more be, people who have who's who's dark, like 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 you know because because they're they're. Identifying with the hoarder of all those cats. I don't know. I don't know. And it's hard. I'd, I'd be hard pressed to tell you what I'm doing watching it. You know, how much of it is me punching down and how much of it is me, you know. Because your old place, like your old um, Wilcox place, you weren't a hoarder. You were just messy and lazy. I was, I was a fucked up enough guy that, you know, if the neighbor had a plumbing problem, I, I, you know, I remember the shame of somebody knocking on my door and being like, fuck, well, who's this? Like, you know, and like just calling through the people because they can't come in here. They're going to call something. They're going to call the city. I remember like a... Pl- they're they're, they're, they're going to call Mountain Dew and Domino's Pizza and say, this guy should be working for you. <laughs> I remember I remember like a plumber coming in because someone in the neighboring apartment had something wrong with their plumbing and they needed to come to my place and look at my pipes. And I had like, sh- like not actual shit, but shit in the sink, like cardboard, just garbage in the sink. Like the sink was just full of like, just like not mm. even just dirty dishes, but just like, I wasn't even allowed to go in cardboard your- and shit like in my sink. And like, I remember the sound of the plumber and just going, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's like, I, it's, in, yeah, it's like, that's part of what's interesting to me is like, uh, it, like, well, I kept doing it. Like I, and but I'm, you've gone I, the opposite direction. Now you have this, uh, this expansive, well, because, uh, because, 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 and, because and, and, whatever's wrong with me, I'm graced with a circuit board that had an output port on it that, that, that connects to a money machine. I, and I, and I think that's part of it too, is my guilt. Like why I'm fascinated with the neurodiverse community is because I feel a little guilty sometimes of like, well, why did I get a fucking, uh, just like scratch off ticket. That's like, when you when you're gross you 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 don't have to work for a living and everyone like one micron to the side of me or one lithium drip different from me is like i have to live under a bridge and the peace police are gonna shoot me right. like like and I, i'm like like yeah i'm kind of like you know 
like I, I'm just like I don't. It's just morbid fascination, I guess. Like I, I maybe I'm looking for. Maybe I want to know that they also make bad choices. <laughs> Maybe I'm like, all right, yeah, but you, 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 yeah, I don't the know. The bad choice was storing the poop. Definitely. It's like I don't. If I could, if I could, if I if I didn't get to a, if I didn't, if I didn't get to a level while I was knee deep in pizza boxes and 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 pantyhose and fucking shit, uh, like because there was a room in your place that you you weren't uh, ashamed to let me or Rob into your apartment. But I was not allowed to go into the bedroom because that, that door was always closed. That's where the mannequin legs were. And like, yeah, like, and Jeffrey Dahmer famously before he started eating people like saw a mannequin in a window. Then he, then he like hid all night in a store so he could steal the mannequin because he was like thinking to himself, like, if only if I had a mannequin, maybe I won't have to hurt people. And like, it was like an open joke with you guys. It was like, this looks like a serial killer's lair. And I'm like, yeah, I'm always thinking about that stuff. I'm like, oh, geez, what separates me on this family tree of, of, of monsters? And maybe that's why I'm a, you know, into prison advocacy and stuff. Not that I do anything about it, but I'm like, <laughs> how, 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 how do we, how do we treat our worst people like that, that, that documentary, uh, the, about the, the pervert park or whatever, where it's like every single person in there was abused as a child. And then they got, you know, anyways, but, uh, the, 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 um, for the, by the grace of fucking chaos, by the random throws of dice, like my being knee deep in all this garbage and hating myself and being ready to like, whatever, like, it, it resulted in me being able to get in a bigger apartment and then, and then hire a housekeeper. And so then I had a person coming over every week. Like you, you get to a point where you can afford to hire someone that comes over every week. They do your laundry. They wash your dishes. They wa they swiffer your floor. Like you're, you're done. You can be as much a pig as you want. And it's like, it's like a video game where it's like, well, you get that upgrade and you're fucking done. Like I'm not tested anymore about what kind of filth I would live in if it was up to me to clean up after myself. Uh, you yeah, hoard I, I, opportunity. What's that? You are hoarding opportunity. I'm hoarding opportunity. Yes. Now, and, and this, this is not me trying to shame you because like uh, I, you and I spend a lot of time in hotels. You travel. No one that's ever not shamed anybody started a sentence that way. But <laughs> <laughs> um, JFK never famously came out to announce the space program. I'm not trying to shame the country. <laughs> However, we what? should go to the moon. <laughs> J JFK was Davros. S sounded like Davros. Yeah. Uh, I was shaming your impression. Of it was Jeff a good right fucking. Now. It was a good enough. No, candidate. but like, like when, when I stay at a hotel, like I, like I unpack my suitcase, and when I leave, I, I clean the hotel almost completely before I leave. Uh, but I, I've seen you check into a hotel, and instantly there's just debris everywhere. Like, oh, uh, you, your suitcase explodes into a cataclysm of underpants and socks and shoes, mm -hmm. and like, like, like I. Uh, I don't know if you're going back to when me and McGathy were together or if that's because I am solo like that, but me and McGathy were like the yeah. gate key, key master and gatekeeper of, <laughs> we would just somehow just, yeah. we both were like this I, I party favor. We would check into a hotel in Scotland and we had just got there and I would knock on your door and I, I come in and there was just, there was not a single bit of floor that was not covered in suitcase material. Like whatever you had packed, it was just everywhere. Like, I don't know how you like how yeah, how you got there that quickly. It looked like yeah, you were sitting Nancy, but just in a hurry. Yeah, just sitting Nancy, but in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I for my yeah, it's like what I 
When you're alone in a hotel, I mean, do you, like if you ever check into a hotel alone, is it the same way? Or if no? I'm in a hotel alone, I throw my duffel bag down. If you know, I'm on, I'm on like like I'm on a I'm on a journey into darkness if I'm alone. Like so, so I'll put. I'm actually ironically probably a lot cleaner because I'll just put the bag down. And I <laughs> there's been trips where I'm like I. I'm like, oh, three days in New York. Time to head back to L.A. Oh, uh, I guess I never unzipped this bag. <laughs> just kind of just wore the same. Yeah, yeah. just right. just flying home with my. That's how I got shingles. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure, just like uh, didn't didn't sleep that much. Never like the bedspread's perfectly clean. You could bounce a quarter off it because I slept half on the floor with my head wedged <laughs> behind the alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> I like New York. It, 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 it. <laughs> There's a drawing room on every corner. Yeah. I, I could live in a hotel. I, I, I love the idea that I, I, if I'm staying in a hotel for three days, say, I will put the do not disturb on the whole time because I don't really make that much of a mess. I don't need new, new towels every moment. Like I could use the same towel for three days and it'll be all right. I can sleep in the same bed. Um, I'm the same way. Yeah. But uh, I, I do like the idea that if you're... If, in the event that I've ever had to stay at a hotel for like a couple weeks, the idea that you can take that do not disturb thing off, go out and have lunch and come back and you're in a brand new place. I love that. That timing has never worked out for me ever. Right. I'm never leaving. as like, yeah, yeah, I've never. I, I call them. I, I, or if I walk down to the lobby, I say, hey, can you have someone come up? I'm going to be out for an hour and a half. And can you have someone come and uh, do the do? Dude. It feels pretentious to me. <laughs> Well, then tip them. You, I do. Okay. Yeah. Why is that I make a here? big mess with $20 bills. I leave them all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Th there's your new hoarders episode. <laughs> it's like a big rich monster exploded. <laughs> the best is Canada because you, the moment you get to Canada, you instantly have four pounds of coins in your pocket because they love metal money there. And uh, I, I think that the housekeepers there must just love it because you're just like, oh, I, I fuck all this shit. And there's like $30 of coins on the other <laughs> I found like 10 toonies. I love the you know, toonies, loonies. You got the whole thing. All right. It's time love for our toonie. next segment. We're trying to run a tight ship here. <laughs> so it's 9.30. It's time for... Uh... Uh, <laughs> make it count. <laughs> make it count. Spencer, what's what's uh, what's what's going on with you? Oh, you that, know that, that, that's our segment. Yeah. Is saying hello to your friend. Yeah, I like this segment. It's good. Nothing's going on. Oh, Spencer, what's going on? Yay! Time to check in with Spencer. It's time to learn about him, Spencer. We're gonna learn about Spencer. That's right. Uh, I am a different gender. I'm on a Spencer Bender. But I'm non-binary, and I can sound like a canary, and be a man, or a lady, or something in between, and fading out. And I should be allowed to fight in the armed services, because I'm probably a really good soldier. If I'm capable of patriotism in a country that does nothing but judge me, you should fucking let me polish your torpedoes and sort your bullets. I'm MC Sort Your Bullets. 
What's up? Hey, uh, hey guys. Um, I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> that was a great segment. Let's uh, give it up for uh, checking in with Spencer, everybody. <laughs> checking in with Spencer. Checking in with Spencer is a cornucopia. Everybody wants to fuck a porcuponia. Uh, you want to? Harmon Quest is. Uh, we're gonna announce Harmon Quest tomorrow. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Yeah. that's a bit of insider info that's coming. That's going live we're, tomorrow. We're gonna announce that it's going to be released eventually. Right. Okay. I, yeah. I think that'll be the announcement. I don't even know. They told me I can't fucking remember. Yeah, I think it's nine a.m. Pacific tomorrow. It's a really you know good what that season. time is Eastern. Twelve. Eastern yeah, no, it's 12. a great season. <laughs> I've seen the animatics, not not even all of them, but it's like amazing. Like just the 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 team, you know. It's just a testament to when you get that rare opportunity to keep a team on board, and the same people have to do the same thing again, and they get to improve in their own ways. Like like, and it's just the it's just streamlined and amazing. Yeah. yeah. When, I, when I bumped into like when I go to Starburns and I bumped into like Dominic or some of the animators and whatever, that they're all just like they have a giant smile on their face, which it doesn't seem like they're going into the coal mines to go do a hard job. They, they're really happy about it. That's what makes me feel good is it generally does seem like people are excited about the show. They like the show and they like working on it. Like, uh, you know, I've never really made a show uh, outside of Harmon Quest. So I don't I don't know if that's normal or not normal, but it definitely feels, uh, you know, cool. It's extraordinary. Uh, my fiance, uh, although she was a you know she 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 had a show before but she was working with a partner so she just finished wrapping her 10 episode thing for quibi and it was remarkable going to the rap party and uh i've seen the same thing with your leadership that people are just so grateful to have clarity and vision at the top and you know cody will sometimes say to me like well you've done this more than me what do you think and i'll go no we're not all i've done more than you is what you've done, but so differently that uh, we're not, I don't have more experience than you anymore. Like, like I've watched Cody confront certain situations politically, creatively, where it's like you're in post and then somebody's like, they've got notes and someone else has got notes and the way that people handle things and stuff. And like, my only experience is in this sort of like, I don't know, this kind of thing where I'm like, like, yeah, you know, I got to nip that in the bud. I'm going to have to tell Ralph that he's not allowed to be in the edit bay anymore. This is this very, like, like cut and dry, like, you know, not to be too hyperbolic, but this almost mafioso kind of thing where it's like, we're at war and this is an army. The war is with lack of entertainment and we're an army and I'm the general. And it's not, I've come to learn all too late that it is, that is not the right way to get things done. There's way more like being a hub of a wheel Mm. where you actually are dealing with more shit, not less shit. You're not MacArthur at the top. Like someone can be turned into dust for questioning where you park your tank. It's like you're in the middle of it getting paid the most. And so there's a bunch of people like worrying about shit and you radiate outward uh, calm and leadership and stuff like that. And I've seen Cody do it and seen you do it and Hell seen yeah. the difference in how the production goes and it translates into dollars and cents being saved. And you should be very proud of yourself. You're a great showrunner. Thank uh, you. It, it, it's, it, it's a, 
It's a yeah, real yeah. skill. It's not a. It's 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 it's, it's something that just uh, you're just good at it. I was I was very lucky. David, our line producer, is very good, and also we have Dominic, who Jeff mentioned. He's like this big time uh, guy from Simpsons and King of the Hill and stuff. So we had a lot of great people. And Rick and Woody. I, I went out and uh, like was doing like came over to Starburns for a meeting or something like that, or doing some other podcast thing. And some of your I won't say employees, but like you know, some of your you know your crew and like animators and directors and whatnot, they they looked over and they're like, "Hey, like it's the Bob guy from Weevil. the TV." Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, like and some, uh, I forget her name. I forget one of the animators. She's she's like, I, or maybe she's an editor, but she's like, like Rosie. She, I, I I won't remember. I'm sorry, but uh, I'm bad with names. But she she was like she looked like she couldn't have been happier to be on the job on that thing. So that has to that has Probably to be a trickle down thing from the top of people like liking to show up for work and, and being proud of what they're creating. Yeah, it's really cool. This season we got who do we got? We got Matt Gorley, we got Kate McCucci, we got Tani Newsom, we got Reggie Watts, we got Joel Kim Booster, we got Jared Logan, we got Darcy Carden, we got Jess McKenna, we got uh, Carl Tart, and we got Tom Kenny, and they oh, yeah. all really nail it. Jess McKenna's episode. She was she the one that did like the lo- the legal thing. Yeah, it was like a legal. Yeah, theme. I mean, without doing a spoiler, I don't know how much I can spoil. But there was a thing that I think was accidental that she happened. There happened to be oh, a, yeah, a, a legal like a courtroom scene, and I don't think that that was by design, right? That she no, we wanted to get Matt Gorley because he obviously did a great skeleton lawyer on Harmontown, right? But he couldn't make it for that episode, so but, we got but, Jess McKenna, who she, is in a she debate club. Like, went to law school, and it was one of the most <laughs> she like, go to law school. She was like, like it, a mock courtroom it, it, camp it, it, in it, high it school. Was, yeah, it was right. devastating improv. I was like, like what the fuck? Like, like how did you? It was a tour de force. It really was. Like, it was, I just saw her recently, and like that was outstanding. She's great. Her podcast is great. Holy shit! Yeah, it's it's, it's a goodie. And then then Tom Kenny, of course, is just a, just a like he's his own. Yeah, it's machine. great. He he's I don't know. The, it really feels like it escalates like towards the end, and he really he's screaming in the end of the episode, yeah. and it's like, man, what a great way to finish off the season. Have you seen his <laughs> band, uh, Tom Kenny in the High Seas? No. Is anybody? Yeah, it's. I think uh, he, he he sings. Like a soul singer, like he's like Otis Redding or Sam Cooke, and he he has a giant band. There's, there's three women uh, backup vocalists. They're great. There's a bunch of horns. They all have captain's hats on, and uh, he just screams for a living and never loses his voice. Like he like SpongeBob doing soul music is very at the, exciting. At the end of Hollywood's <laughs> life, Tom Kenny's going to be standing outside the gates as the rest of it burns down behind him, and he's going to be like, "I guess I won." Yeah, <laughs> uh, he he's such an odd. Character on the chessboard of L.A. Like, like he, we were having dinner and just ran into him and him and Jill Talia's wife was awesome. Also, and like the, just like sitting next to them, it's just like he 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 has this ability to really make you happy. And I like it's it doesn't seem like a put on. He's just he just has childlike glee at no, all. No, he's times. definitely one of those guys that you'd have every opportunity to like second guess his glow and go like, well, that must come at the cost of being. Uh, disingenuous somehow, or like you're, has he ever been you're, on the show? You're, you're so on. I don't think he's ever been on this show, has he? We should no. bring. We, we should bring Tom and Jill on. Uh, and, and while I'm thinking of it, Levy. <laughs> uh, he takes out his phone. Uh, if you're not too Andy busy Kindler, with your vampire girlfriend who can't take back. a photograph, <laughs> Andy Kindler. We got the we got oh, also, the Kindles back. Who kind of uh, thought it was we sort got, of like the the Andy Kindler and uh, and Tom Kenny on in. In in respect to some religion, like are the are the Gandalf and Saruman of I like Kindler's so 
he's so he goes so dark. Yeah, yeah. Um, God damn, he's funny. But anyways, also but, we got we got Dave Foley. He wants to be on the show too. Which yeah, it's good to see him again. I, I saw I saw Mark McKinney in San Diego, and he was there with his fully adult son. It was, it's so weird to like yeah. look at like p- colleagues, people, the people that you admired when you were a kid, and then you're like, McKinney and I are both the s- same puffiness. We're the same age, you know. Like we, <laughs> I, 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 I really like like hanging out with that guy, and he's a delight. And like I've. Uh, I, I ran into him in San Diego and then and then went to see Tom Kenny at the farmer's market and Scott Thompson's walking Scott by. Thompson is sitting there with Dave, Dave Foley. Foley's yeah. over there. I guess it's like the... It, yeah. we, we did a show in Winnipeg with uh, Foley and, uh, you know, the, the, the Who's Live Anyway thing and that's where um, Kevin McDonald lives. Kevin came to the show. We brought him on stage and I sat in the green with, with him and I just hugged him and he instantly just hugs you back. Like he's like, he's everything you want out of Kevin McDonald. He's just a little love bug it's really good. They, they, and they one. all used to hate each other. Uh, but the, the, now, I don't think now they ever hated each other. They're what? Canadian. They, they, they maybe like they didn't uh, no. share a bus one time. Well, I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think some of them got along, but some of them hate each other. Well, they've lived a whatever. Like, like, like they, they, they all definitely like each other now. It's fun going down, like, like being in Atlanta with uh, Dave Foley, and he's sober now, and he's been sober for like I think like seven, eight years or something. And they go, oh yeah, I was arrested there. I uh, <laughs> I I passed out there. Was arrested. Like 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 you get the Dave Foley kind of remembering where he was been in the in the world before a tour. It's great. <laughs> Thank you, sir. That guy loves it. I will say it's, a, it's like like Dave and Scott are like like when you look at their faces. I don't know if Scott Thompson like drinks a lot, but like that face app thing that was going around where it's like all it does is just like you know it doesn't like it, it, the, those guys both they just it's like okay clearly you're older but at the same time like it's th- not none of the bad things it's simply just adding like lines of distinction yeah but they, to the they, same they, shape they, face they, they still have a, a weird kind of childlike cherubic kind of thing going on it's, yeah, it's awesome they're aging the way we'd all love I, I, to I, age. that's i think if, uh, if but that's not important also your body's not important i heard that app was the russians yeah. Shout out to all you people as I share my, I'm like, oh, here's a pic of me or a video of me diving into my pool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for your constructive criticism about my body. Uh, from the people that think I skip leg day to the people that think that my legs are great and I need to uh, uh, work on my upper body to the people that just want to say I look like a caramel apple. Uh, <laughs> a, ton, a ton of people That's just funny. being like fucking awesome and just going like, like, like I don't want to say what you should say, but what I would say Come to on. you if I was your if I was following you and you were like, here's me jumping in a pool and I had anything to say, I'm pretty sure I would either say, A, you look fucking great, like I love you, or I'd shut the fuck up. Um I just think it's a but I, I I think it's amazing like all the people that are like, dude, you need to fucking work on your thighs and your legs and all this thing. I'm like you click on every single one of their names, not that I've done this. Always a lock to count. Always, because they're so proud of physical uh, like 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 beauty and they, they they're so focused on it that they love their life and they can't wait to celebrate uh, uh, the shape of their body and they, they they just that's why they have a lock to count and they just go and comment on other people's pages. Your legs are too skinny. You know what? Every bit of carbon dioxide that you exhale it turns into fucking oxygen through me. I'm a plant. 
apparently. Uh, <laughs> you're, or, you're, or a drunk mammal that's run out of things to say. You actually might be a caramel apple. Uh, <laughs> I may be a caramel apple. Look, I did notice it too. I do look a little... It's a little odd. I think it might be a little bit of field of view thing. Like, I definitely, like... I'm, I, it's, I think it's a combination of not, not dieting, drinking whenever I want, but still working out and like lifting and stuff like right. that. Plus just like. But surprisingly, we were in the pool playing pool sports where we took some of uh, the, their dogs like tennis ball, like little like chew toys. And we were just pitching it around. And your hand-eye coordination is fantastic. Like, like, you, like you're like you got a baseball player's like mitt on your I don't know Damn. why playing catch is fun in a pool, but if you it's tried great. to do it on land, it'd be like, fuck you, bully. It's because you could fall. There's something really fun about it. Like, yeah, but, being in a pool cause, and cause, just throwing a ball Because if you miss forth. it, you get to go swim over to it. It's, 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 it's exciting. It's really good. Mm. I, I'm so sunburned right now. I'm just pink. I, I like like my, my upper my upper body is, is you got nah, sorry cool. Kaylin sorry too nah, soon cool <laughs> you're, Kaylin you're saying twenty minutes and what happens to you do you just roast or what? Uh, I get uh, I'm pink right now from ten minutes of uh, my sunscreen wearing off uh, under the stage lights uh, no, <laughs> I actually got heat rash on my legs from reading Calvin and Hobbes as a kid in my bathroom. I didn't realize oh. that there was a heat lamp above me, and I was just reading it because it was the only place I could get away from my family, who I love. And, and uh, who are all albino. Yeah. <laughs> just my brother and sister. Yeah. I realized <laughs> that something was wrong when I could get heat, la- I could get uh, burned from that. Yeah. Holy Put on shit. sunscreen. So it's not just UV light that gets you. It's any kind Every of- Every kind of, everything sucks. Convection, radiation, anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan. Oh man, right. did you did anybody happen to see the is your news algorithm the same as mine where you got that Fox News story about the British girl that was snorkeling in Cuba? And no. 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 Dude, click at your peril. It's fucking crazy. What happened? I, it, it, How's it, she well, doing? It's she just, lived. It's, it, there's just a photo of I've never it's like it's just a a British girl who's fair skinned who was down in Cuba and <sighs> she swears she put on a million like she she knew she was fair skinned and put on all the sunscreen. So it's like your instinct for victim blaming like kicks in, but it's like she's her parents are like, I'm telling you, I know teenagers don't listen, but I, we we kept saying put on sunscreen and she kept doing it and she snorkeled for an hour and like third degree it is burns a goddamn horror show. It, Jeez, I've never I didn't know you just described my worst fears. Um, <laughs> it it looked it look, she said it felt she's she was getting on the plane to go back to England and she said it felt like there were water balloons on my back I because knew. in fact there were water balloons on her back. You you can't imagine it too extremely like 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 whatever you could conjure in your head. I, imagine I, like no, wait, you, water you, balloons on a person's yep, back. That's at good. The, um, yeah, the devil is alive. The devil Sorry. is alive. The devil is alive. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I don't understand because like, 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 this poor girl. I mean, bless her heart. Like she's viral because she did a bothered to do a Facebook post. You'd think like an adolescent girl would be inherently ashamed because something went wrong with the way she looks or whatever. And, but she's like, the reason she's viral and it ends up on Fox news is because she was, I felt like the, the tone of her posts was like, she really wanted to make sure this didn't happen to anybody else. Okay. Like maybe we want to cry a little bit. I'm, I'm she was gonna, like, I'm she'd been through enough. Like, 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 and she's just sort of like, actually just really be careful. <laughs> Cause it's subtext. Is she okay? Like, like, like is warming is up and like, there's no ozone yeah, I there anymore. Up. I want to know how she's doing. I, I feel a kinship she's, with she's her. Okay. She's okay. She's <laughs> okay. I mean, God. I mean, she's pro- she, she may be permanently like whatever. She's, she's not, gonna be she's grumpy. not permanently anything that like she, she's healing. Okay. Kale, but, but she's, she's like, 
Caitlin, where did you grow up? What's your What's your hometown? I was born here. When I was eight, I moved to Northeast Washington, right under Canada and by Idaho. So I was pretty because happy. of the cloud cover. Or uh, well, we I mean we grew up like it was '92 when we moved, so we had those big earthquakes, and my parents were kind of like we grew up here and fuck it. Right. Um, but so, but like everybody else moved up there. So so pool parties, the beach was always out of the question for you. Ah, I was just bring my umbrella i like to go outside as long as i'm not in direct and right. i'll do like 10 minutes with 100 proof on and lay out there and be like yes how far the from the gorge were you uh i was four hours from the gorge great shows oh, yeah amazing great place. shows of the gorge but uh, i loved it up there because winters were about six months and it was dark at 4 p.m and everybody else was sad for some reason which i don't understand right and uh it was great and it was a great place to be a goth i can't wear velvet in l.a there's no way because he can't. Oh, tell me about it, baby. I'm, yeah. I, well, I, 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 I wear suits. For, I have 17 suits that don't ever get out of the closet because it's too hot. I'm, I'm very similar. I have a closet full of them. And yes, I have to wait till I travel. And I'm like, yes. Right. If, if, oh, I'm going to Sweden. I can bring all my cool shit. Yeah. Kalen always amazing suits. Amazing how suits. Do you, how do you guys know each other? Do we already suit discuss stars. this? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. My, my wife uh, uh, and him go way back. She's, uh, she knows a bunch of people. And she's like, I punched above my weight. And we came here for the first time, and Brandon comes out. He was comfortable when you were sick with your throat. Uh-huh. And uh, she's like, hi, Brandon. I'm like, what the fuck? What, the- <laughs> what are you doing? How do you know him? And then I, I'm not jealous or anything, because if they were lovers once, I'd be fine with it. But uh, Wow. Right. Were, were you? Listen, uh, you don't have to wait, my cuck. <laughs> I finally. I'm so I'm a, kidding. Um, your wife is so wonderful. It's, you know, <laughs> that would be my favorite I, part. I of She's not here right now. You can say what you want. <laughs> I love her. She's great. That's what I'm going to say. Um, we worked on a show together called Taxi Cab Confessions, and uh, it was a nightmare. And we were in South Padre, and we were drivers. So it was a fucking. You were drivers. I feel like she. Not, uh, my wife and him, not me. Yeah, I didn't drive. Oh, oh. Yeah. I didn't drive because I was like, "Fuck." Well, I'm just like, it's wait, so they hire they're they're not real cab drivers. No, they're uh, they're like TV personalities at the time. They were like sort of MTV young, sort of hip, like uh, uh, dudes. That was dudettes. the HBO show where they just chirp about their lives. This one was like a sort of a bootleg version of that. This wasn't but the it could be. It could have been. I think ours was for. I think ours was for MTV. But it could have been the HBO one. I'll be honest. Okay. We, we tried to do a sketch, uh, uh, our VH1 sketch show that Channel 101 inspired. It was like uh, taxi boat confessions or something. Were you were you part of that? Did you shoot? No, no. It was just like it was such a waste of money because the joke didn't land. But it was like it's just funny. This was like people getting into a boat to go across a lake, and then the boat's like. And, and like, and there's just a person going like, hey, yeah, I'm going across the lake to sleep with a married woman. Because they what? can't, you can't hear them over yeah. the motor. Like, Sorry, I can't hear you. I said I'm, I'm engaged in adultery right now. And, and so that's part of the joke. And then the other part of the joke is it's just a lake. So you, you have no time to. Uh, oh, well, okay. We're here. All right. I'll take it. You need to <laughs> resurrect that. <laughs> That's fucking good. There was really no way to couch that sketch. I thought it was such a funny idea. Anywho. That'd be good interdimensional cable Was that fodder. acceptable TV? What was that? Yeah. yeah. Cutting room floor. Um. Anyways, guys. Wow. And then well, uh, I went to... Whoa, sorry. And then I went to a bunch of Kalen's shows. And uh, he's an amazing singer. And his band is amazing. It's brothers in it. What's the band? Yeah. What's the band called? Uh, it's actually just me now. I'm I'm a narcissist. It was a bunch Damn. of other bands, but now it's just Kaylin Chase because I got sick of of talking to people. 
And uh. it's really, it's in, it's in fucking incredible. Okay, like, Kaylin, so can we do a musical version of your favorite movie to close the show? Sure. Okay, what's your, pick a movie. Uh, that would be Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Okay. Yes! All right, give us some a, a string of unrelated beats. Yeah, this isn't going to work, but... Is that, Zach, you up there? Thank you, Zach. Zach McKeever on the beats, everybody. Well, but do... My name is Burt Reynolds' character, and I noticed you have a big dick. Are you not pull up poopy doo doo? Do you want me to do do that chick with the roller skates? Yes, I do. Okay. You did great. Thanks. You shouldn't be a busboy anymore. You should be in porn. Okay, I see my name in lights. What is it? It says Dirk Diggler. Is that all right? It's all right. All right. Next song. (laughs) So this is act two, right? It's 1980 after uh, William H. Macy's blown his brain. No, not after. Oh, no, we're doing it? Yeah, what are you going to... I'm sorry, I I, I, I bear the lead. Well, yeah. Oh. My name is Don Cheadle, and I can't find a look. I'm going to have a runner, and it's going to be in the book of, of runners. Whatever. Okay. Uh, my name is Julianne Moore. I am kind of a whore. I wish I had my kid, but I don't, so I'll do blow. Get over here. Dirk, I'm going to show you how to twerk with your nostrils. Yes, it's sexy when it goes down your throat. How about a fuck? How about a poke? Philip Michael Thomas in the house. I'd like to talk to you in the driveway by my Camaro. Philip Michael Thomas is from Miami Vice, but Philip Seymour Harper will do. Philip Michael <laughs> Thomas? <laughs> he'll do, he'll do, he'll do. Such an idiot. Such an idiot. Such an idiot. Such an idiot. Such a fucking idiot. What a horrible way for. Uh, oh, <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, Michael yeah, Thomas. All right, Philip Michael Thomas is here to talk to Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's not the heat, it's the humidity. I know. All right, I'm Philip Seymour Hoffman, can you come out to the driveway and look at my Camaro? What's up, Donnie? It looks really cool. What are you doing with your hands? I want to kiss you. I love you. Come on, Donnie, get back inside. Ah! You're just drunk. I just don't care. You're an idiot. 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 an idiot. You're an idiot. VHS is coming around, it's gonna change the video and the sound It's making it more duplicatable And pornography is rateable by the consumer And not in the theater, everything's rentable And no one's gonna eat her for longer than two minutes Cause you can fast forward, oh shit, oh no Burt Reynolds is going down <laughs> No story anymore, get in the limo I just want to be an artist, I want to be an artist, and I'd have no control over my own artists. A roll of girls getting kissed, gonna stomp on a guy's face cause he was a dick. Everyone's doing drugs. Everyone is doing drugs. Everyone's doing You're drugs. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Fucking idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. I wish I was Jesse's girl. <laughs> 
firecrackers. Camper trucking. Alfred Molina. Oh shit! I just had an epiphany. Return threshold. Going back to my family. Gonna pull out my fake dick in the mirror. Everything's gonna be fine now. In Where the fuck is Tina? Yeah. Fake dick. Fake dick. Fake dick in the end of the movie. Boogie nights. That's it. Yeah. Boogie nights. Boogie nights. Everybody needs to have a boogie night. Boogie nights. Boogie nights. Everybody needs to have a fucking boogie night. Whatever happened to the boogie days, the boogie afternoons? When you're albino, you don't want to go out then, man. I want to have a boogie brunch, a boogie breakfast, a boogie lunch. Make sure it's under the cabana, man. I don't want to wait until the sun goes down to get my boogie up. My boogie wants to go around all day like the sun in the sky. To the boogie nights. Whatever happened the to the Asian nights. kid throwing gonna firecrackers stay, around? Is he all right? Probably got a scholarship to MIT. Oh, that's good news. That, yeah. I, I was worried about him. There I was a no. silver lining. Okay. All right. Pornhub is coming. Pornhub is coming. Oh, no. Pornhub is coming. Did your kid pee in my pool? Don Cheadle in a cowboy hat. Doing the final rap. Played by Brandon Johnson for no other reason. Yeah, Don Cheadle. I'm finna get high by in the stereo store. Walk in with a couple Bettys. Maybe two, three, or four. Ooh, wee. I'm a cowboy. Stereo store set to destroy. Uh, Trying to get that long soul. Uh, Multiple porn stars I can't employ. Uh, nah, boy, coming up, look uh, at me. Motherfucker, it's straight up point history. Uh, Dick so large, uh, it's a mystery. Uh, but not drunk, watch me make spark. <laughs> Cliffhanger! Thank you all for coming. Let's give it up. Stop me. Give it up for Kaylin Chase, everybody. Steve Levy. Brandon Johnson. Spencer Crittenden. I'm Jeff Davis. Your mayor is Dan Harmon. Thank you all. Drive fast. Take chances. Starbanks Avenue, a podcast network.